listening to the Air Quality Insider. Here we'll keep you informed on the latest changes in the world of air quality regulations and technology. The Air Quality Insider is produced by All4 LLC. All4 is a nationally recognized environmental consulting company that shapes environmental responsibility and creates distinction for our clients, our employees, and our partners. Today's episode is titled, The Green New Deal. What is it really? It was posted on March 19th, 2019, and written by Kayla Turney. On Thursday, February 7th, 2019, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York introduced H.R. 109, a resolution calling for a Green New Deal. There are many articles and opinion pieces floating around about the Green New Deal, so I thought taking an objective look at H.R. 109 to determine exactly what it is or isn't would be helpful. First, I would like to make an important distinction. The Green New Deal is a non-binding resolution that does not, by itself, create any new laws or programs, so everyone can put down their pitchforks for now. The Green New Deal is a blueprint for the types of programs that Representative Ocasio-Cortez and supporting lawmakers believe need to be instituted by the U.S. to meet the goals presented in H.R. 109. Now, first things first. Why was H.R. 109 introduced? The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change and the U.S. Global Climate Change Research Program released an October 2018 report titled Special Report on Global Warming of 1.5 Degrees Celsius in a November 2018 report titled Fourth National Climate Assessment, which concluded 1. Human activity is the dominant cause of observed climate change over the past century. 2. Climate change is causing rising sea levels, an increase in wildfires, severe storms, droughts, and other extreme weather events. 3. Global warming greater than 2 degrees Celsius beyond pre-industrial levels will likely cause mass migration from regions most affected by climate change. More than $500 billion in lost annual economic output in the U.S. by the year 2100. Wildfires that, by the year 2050, will annually burn at least twice as much forest area in the western U.S. than in the years preceding 2019. A loss of more than 99% of all coral reefs. More than 350 million more people to be exposed to deadly heat stress by the year 2050. And a risk of $1 trillion in damage to infrastructure and coastal real estate in the U.S. And four, global warming less than 1.5 degrees Celsius, will avoid the most severe impacts of climate change. This will require global reduction in greenhouse gas emissions of 40 to 60 percent by the year 2030 and net zero global emissions by the year 2050. The Green New Deal was introduced in response to these reports to provide a massive comprehensive policy package to combat the reported future impact of climate change. So, 
what actually is the Green New Deal? In broad terms, the Green New Deal aims to eliminate U.S. greenhouse gas emissions and to remake the economy and energy sector by investing in new jobs and infrastructure, all while protecting frontline and vulnerable communities such as indigenous people, rural communities, low-income workers, people with disabilities, the elderly, and minorities. The Green New Deal challenges the U.S. to meet the following goals in a 10-year period. 1. Achieve net-zero greenhouse gas emissions. 2. Create millions of good, high-wage jobs and ensure prosperity and economic security for all people in the U.S. 3. Invest in infrastructure and industry to sustainably meet the challenges of the 21st century. 4. Secure clean air and water, climate and community resilience, healthy food, access to nature, and a sustainable environment for all people. And 5. Promote justice and equity by stopping current, preventing future, and repairing historic oppression of frontline vulnerable communities. By now you must be thinking, how would we pull this off? That is the main question on everyone's mind. The fact is, that's unknown. Again, HR 109 provides a blueprint for the programs that some believe would allow the U.S. to meet those 10-year goals. However, in practice, the actual programs would need to be designed, engineered, funded, and ultimately accepted by the impacted communities as appropriate. For reference, the types of programs and projects presented in HR 109 include, but are not limited to, 1. Meeting 100% of U.S. power demand through zero-emission energy sources by expanding and upgrading existing renewable power sources and establishing new sources. 2. Upgrading existing buildings for maximum efficiency and durability and ensuring all future infrastructure bills address climate change. 3. Removing greenhouse gas emissions from manufacturing, agriculture, and transportation industries as much as technologically feasible. This would be achieved through investment into programs such as renewable energy manufacturing, family farming, sustainable land use, public transit, and high-speed rail. And four, removing existing atmospheric greenhouse gases through soil carbon storage techniques, such as carbon sequestration. The Green New Deal recognizes that accomplishing these goals is an enormous undertaking and will completely alter our economy and workforce. Since many of these projects will need to be carried out by the affected communities themselves, HR 109 is attempting to incentivize community mobilization by providing community safety nets such as 1. Providing public ownership stakes and return on investment, adequate capital, technical expertise, and supporting policies. 2. Creating high-quality union jobs and or guaranteed jobs for workers who transition to clean jobs. 3. Enforcing and creating trade regulation 
to promote domestic job and manufacturing growth. And four, providing universal health care and affordable housing. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky has announced that he plans to bring the Green New Deal to a Senate vote. As of March 19th, the vote has not occurred and is not yet scheduled. Again, it is important to note that even if this resolution is passed, it does not itself create any new laws or programs. It would only provide a target for future programs and a political consensus on climate change ideology. It is curious that a few of the community safety nets cited in the document are currently political hot potatoes that are not universally embraced by the primary political parties and their constituents. The evolution of the Green New Deal will likely play out over the next several years in a contentious manner, and it will be interesting to see how it either evolves into a workable policy or is driven into extinction. That's all for now. As always, we will continue to watch closely for developments. That was The Green New Deal. What is it really? Written by Kayla Turney. Narrated by Michael McHale. And published on March 19th, 2019. Additional articles like the one that you just heard can be found on our website, www.all4inc.com. You can also interact with us on Twitter, at All4Inc. Be sure to tell us what you think about our podcast using the hashtag AirQualityInsider. And feel free to ask us questions about all things air quality for us to answer in a future episode. 